You're a monster! Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, how we doing? Good. Conference championships are here. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, there's some big news. Yeah, one thing we wanted to jump into that we were slightly talking about off air that's kind of crazy, really sucks because we play in Dynasty, mm-hmm. and being able to look at rookies coming in, there's not going to be a combine this year. Yep. NFL, there will not be a 2021 combine before the NFL draft. They are only going to be doing their... We're, all we're going to know is the players' pro days. Mm. So that's what we're going to get. And there are... Teams are going to be allowed, but it's going to be a limited number of like um, physicians for like medical checkups and stuff like that. So there's going to be a limited number of players these teams are going to be able to look at and really scout in depth. So it is going to be different. Yeah. I mean, just th- off the top of my head then... If I can only see limited amounts of players, I'm going to somebody where I'm like, you I'm want. on edge so about. That is, that is something that we could help us decide, like decipher before the draft where we might think players are going. Well, I think you're going to see... You remember when Saquon had his pro day and no one showed up? Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of top-end players that aren't just going to have yeah. anybody there. Like, I'm not going to waste... Yeah, I'm not going to waste sending my quarterback coach to look at Trevor Lawrence yeah. when... I've got no chance to get or like a Devonte Smith unless and, they have like major injury concerns or something right. you really want to look into. But yeah, that's really that could definitely happen. I, I mean, love that I don't, too. I don't really care. I've just never got could get into the combine. There's just th- like why don't they run in pads, things like that. And yeah, I think that's a lot true. of it's kind of that's stupid. Fa- that's fair. But that's fair because no one runs a four two two in the actual NFL. No, <laughs> not with pads on at least. I mean, I get it. I like watching it though because it's kind of it's kind of fun. You kind of see like some the quarterback smaller... stuff isn't bad. Yeah, but a lot of it is just like I mean, how well do you, can you expect them to perform? Right. Well, when they're not used to who yeah. you're throwing to, and same with running backs. But that to me also gives and me. And I've a just web, never put up. any credence into like the player interviews or anything like well, that. Well, we don't get to see them, so I don't really care I about those either. Yeah, we always hear like some of like the quirky stuff and like DK the taking stuff, a shirt and, off. Yeah, and the stupid <laughs> questions some of the coaches ask some of the players like. Yeah. Some of it's really stupid. What was it like? Remember these four words and then have a 30 minute conversation, ask you to remember them. I always thought that was dumb. My memory's not going to last that long. Hey, James, but if they wanted to uh, share their thoughts about how crappy it's going to be not having a combine this year, where could they tell us that? Uh, yeah. Facebook, Twitter at the TFL Monsters, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters. Come follow us. We uh, do a lot of sharing, even though fantasy football is still over. There's still lots of news, lots of things going on that we still want to be able to provide to you guys. So come follow us. Check us out. James, we also do have a lot of news to get into as yeah, well. The landscape of the NFL has changed it's a lot changing this a past lot. week. We talked about it a little bit with some coaches that got let go. I think we got some coaches that are getting hired on. So, James, what do we got in Monster News this week? Yeah, we have five new head coaches hired over Jeez. the past week. So we'll start it off. Moving, with, moving quickly. <laughs> yeah, we'll start it off with the Jaguars. Hired Urban Meyer to be mm. the head coach, mm. which I get it, but it is also a little strange that he's never had any NFL experience whatsoever. Never been on anyone's staff, never been a position coach, nothing, not ever. Yeah, I, I mean, the the thing that I have with Urban Meyer is I do think he's a good coach. I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna take anything out of way. You can't argue with his history and how much he's won at different places, right? The thing for me is 
uh, I just always get a little nervous because he also leaves those places too. You know, like he left Florida, retired yeah, he early. Yeah, shambles. But I think that's also a product of the college football. I think the NFL is a little bit different because I think he let some of the college teams and the college players let him have a little bit too much freedom and responsibility and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. that kind of got away from him. So I don't think he has to worry about that too much in the NFL. But I mean, he's probably going to get Trevor Lawrence with the Jaguars, but that team does need a lot of help. Yeah. I mean, they've got, they've got a lot of picks coming up this year too. So, you know, they'll, they'll grab I mean, Trevor yeah, Lawrence. That whole defense needs to be reorganized. Rebuilt, yeah. And- I think he's. I think his personality is good. I'm looking. I can't actually find what his contract, contract was. Yeah, I, I don't know it if either. it's out yet, so I don't know. But I imagine it's got to be pretty high. But that's the thing is, like, would you really want to pay that much for a coach that hasn't even really been in the NFL? So that's that again. That's where I'm at, and I just don't want to see the Jaguars, who's having a really tough time right now, all of a sudden, you know, get worse because their coach can't keep up, and it's just things hit the fan and. All of a sudden, he's out in two years. You know what I'm saying? I just yeah. don't. Want, I don't want to see that happen. So no, another hire that would happen. The Falcons hired Arthur Smith as their head coach. He was the former Titans offensive coordinator. So going from Dan Quinn, defensive guy, to an offensive guy at the head coach at the home. I'm fine with but that. But I do think Atlanta could change a lot of things up this offseason. Well, I think you know there's definitely a chance that Matt Ryan may or may not even yep. be there anymore. They might ship Julio or something like that. Julio could have Defense a... Defense needs work. And I think that they're looking... Don't be surprised because this is they one of the landing spots... Well, this is one of the landing spots I have for one of those Green Bay running backs. Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones are both free agents this year. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling one of them is going to end up in in Atlanta. If I know the Falcons, they'll probably would prefer Jamal Williams just price wise. But yeah. I, I don't. I don't think they'll go for Aaron Jones. If every either. if everyone on that offense stays, and they add Aaron Jones, I would like that. But if like Matt Ryan goes or Julio goes or both of them go or something, that'd be terrible. It's it's definitely going to be interesting. But they need some running back help really bad. Um, and Arthur Smith, if we know anything, likes to run the ball. Yeah. So he's used to having Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah. So Jets filled their spot. They hired Robert Sala. I think I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. As their head coach, he was a former defensive coordinator for the 49ers. Love it. Who this past year, I mean, it was just all injuries. Yeah. You couldn't really can't do much of that. Him. But two years ago, I mean, they were by far the best defense in the and league. And they came a couple of years before that. They were dead last. Oh, yeah. Like so they had like one interception or something before that. He season. turned like, that defense around very quickly. And even Richard Sermon came out and was like, dude. He's awesome. Yeah. You know, he was just talking Robert up like he was one of the best coaches he's ever worked with. I think this was a great hire for the Jets. And I really hope that they can use this and kind of give some momentum back to yep. one of the organizations now that I have not put in last place because Houston's now taking that spot, but still really far down on my list. Yeah. I have been seeing a lot more reports now about no one has any idea what's going to happen with Darnold. And honestly, mm-hmm. I feel like Justin Fields is going to be a Jet. Yeah, I don't. I really don't know, man. I think Robert. I don't think he. He came into a really. I mean, dude, they've got cap room. They've got like a hundred million cap space. Yeah, and they've got a ton of picks this year. I think they're third overall, right? Second, second, second. second. So they're second overall. Dude, you could do some work, man. Yeah, you could do some. You could trade down even. You got some work to do. Yeah, Uh, Lions hired Dan Campbell as their head coach. He was a former assistant head coach for the Saints. So someone off Sean Payton's coaching tree. Mm Hmm. It'd be interesting. Yeah. I, don't really... I wasn't the most excited about that hire. No, but... <laughs> yeah. The Lions also, like, 
it's hard to really believe in just the lines. Yeah. So the Chargers hired Brandon Staley as their head coach. He was a former Rams defensive coordinator, but he was only the Rams defensive coordinator for one season, yeah, which is a little strange. Like, yeah. they're getting they got rid of. Um, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name right now. Anthony Lynn. Yeah. Getting rid of Anthony Lynn. Bringing this guy in. I don't really know how much this is going to change this team. I don't know. I think he did a pretty okay job, you know, in the one season he was with the Rams. I think the biggest thing right now, man, is every team right now wants a coach from Sean McVay. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Offense, defense. I mean, Wade Phillips kind of disappeared, but other than that, I mean, everybody wants somebody that's worked underneath Sean McVay. That you have coaches, you know, that kind of just instill things, and and Sean McVay is now becoming one of those kind of yeah. veteran coaches that everybody wants, you know, people from. So maybe that's it. Yeah. So the Eagles, they haven't filled their position yet, but they've been looking at two possible candidates pretty heavily. One is Josh McDaniels, and the other one's Todd Bowles. <laughs> Todd Bowles one could be interesting, but I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if he leaves Bruce Arians. If he leaves Bruce Arians, it's I think it's only going to be for, a, I think he's going to be very choosy with where he goes. Yeah, I think it has to be the right situation. I don't think the Eagles right now are the right situation. It, it's probably not. No, I I wasn't a huge fan of Todd Bowles when he was a head coach in in New York the Jets. See, yeah. I didn't. I I kind of like he it. was okay. Um, I think he got the butt in a lot of jokes though because yeah. his organization once again is such crap. Yeah. So I don't really blame him too much. But uh, I don't. I also don't think Josh McDaniels is going to be the coach there. I swear, yeah. every time he gets hired, he goes back to New England. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, he was supposed to be the Lions. No, not the Lions. I forget who. No, he was hired by someone. La- uh, yeah, Colts. last year. Colts. Yeah, and then no, it wasn't. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, it might have. I forget who it was. Yeah, it's the Colts. Yep. So, uh, I think what it was is Robert Kraft ended up going to him and saying that he, he wanted to hit, uh, Josh McDaniels to be the heir after Bill Belichick leaves. Yeah. But I don't know when that's going to be, and I don't think he needs to wait. So, yep, he needs to make a decision. But I don't think I honestly I don't know if he'll he'll even end up there either. So, yeah. Uh, so the last piece of news is obviously Patrick Mahomes. If anyone yeah. saw that hit, that on was deadly, man. Sunday. I mean, yeah, watching him, his knee like couldn't stand up. His knees were buckling, just dead legs. I knew immediately he wasn't coming back in that game. Well, and but, he just he looked like he was in space. Oh no, yeah. And but so far it looks like uh this is Tuesday. So far it looks like he's passed some major steps. He hasn't cleared concussion protocol yet, but so far everything looks good for Sunday. Yeah. I mean when Which, I saw that he's I not yeah, we'll talk about it later. We'll just talk about it later. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. But when I saw him like get up and it, just kinda wobble, I was just like, yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, he got hit hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's kinda strange. Lamar Jackson also left their game due to a concussion. Yeah. Yeah, well, just injuries this year have been very, very interesting. Yep. So, all right, well, that's it for Monster News. We're going to go ahead and jump into the fight for the fist. We came to fight. James, I think we have a special guest today. Yep. Who do we got on the line? We got the champ of the West list. Champ, champ, champ. Frederick. The Frederick Dustin, how we doing, man? Pretty good. How are you guys? Ah, not too bad. A little sad that fantasy football's over, but still trying oh, to for sure, for sure, have a good time. Yeah, you can but, still get a little DFS action going. Yeah, for sure. If you're uh, really into it and want to win money, uh, Dustin Champion, how you feeling about winning the first ever Monster League trophy? Feels pretty good. Now it's a little shaky there for a while. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's be real. I think that's been a lot of even even all the champions that I've I've talked to in other leagues. They felt the same way. They're like, I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, looking at your team, did, was there any big moves maybe you made this season that kind of made you feel that you know what this kind of catapulted me from maybe that middle of the pack to to kind of finishing as strong as you did because you had a heck of a run. Well, actually, uh, taking Caleb's two players, which one of them didn't help me, but Jonathan Taylor was okay. pretty much the only thing that kept me going. Yeah, you had a monster championship game. Yeah. By Caleb, was it me, Caleb, or was it the other Caleb? Uh, you. you. Oh, was it me, Caleb? Yeah. Oops. <laughs> yeah. I traded you Ezekiel Elliott for him, and I got Galladay oh. back, and then Galladay never played a game. <laughs> yeah, he I think I got a lot of flack for that trade. Yeah, I did. Yeah, like yeah, there was a lot of because that was Lamar Jackson in that trade too, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought it was a fine trade. I mean, it worked great for me. Well, yeah, but I mean, even at the same time, like, why would you not? Why would you not accept it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is funny because someone uh, I forgot in the league bashed me for not taking the Dalvin Cook trade that apparently I was given, which was obviously never given because I would have definitely have yeah. taken that too. <laughs> but, oh, for uh, sure. Well, I'm glad I could help. You know, if I can't win, I give it to my listener, you know? <laughs> yeah. Very much appreciated. Uh, James, you got any questions? Yeah, I see. Like, yeah, your roster lineup. I mean, it, it, I imagine it was pretty dicey championship week for you, thinking if you were going to win or not. <laughs> oh, yeah. That team was just scraps. It started out so strong and just died about yeah. mid-season. Yeah, I mean, I remember you're always pretty up. High in the power rankings, you're always yeah. We always liked the top. His, we always liked this team. Yeah, uh, then Nick Chubb got hurt. Uh, Dak went down, so Ezekiel. It was bad. I mean, it just it went downhill in a hurry. Yep. I'm glad I get to come back and do it one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My title. Yeah, back to back would be. I mean, I hope you don't go back to back because I'd like to win, but it's well, I mean, it's a little embarrassing scenario, but that I didn't. I don't even think I made the playoffs in that one. No, you didn't make the playoffs in this one. Yeah, so that's that's embarrassing. Uh. But yeah, no, so overall, was this your first time playing on Sleeper? It was. What were your thoughts? Uh, I like it overall. I mean, some things that took a little getting used to, like the different waiver wire system and mm-hmm. where you're going every day. <laughs> yeah, I think most uh, run like once or twice a week. Um, yeah. When, yeah, the nice thing about Sleeper is it's fully customizable, so we try to try to run it every day to give a different dynamic. Had you played Fab before? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the only way we play. I hate still hearing people doing waivers, oh, rolling waivers. It's awful. <laughs> we we play in a league that still does rolling waivers and we are begging the commissioner to stop doing that. It's yeah, stupid. Once you see the light, you can't ever go back. Yeah. Yeah, that and voting on trades. Both are just Yeah, voting you know. sucks. No, dude, you Waiting yeah. periods on trades is even worse. I it should be automatic. That, like, yeah, automatic. You made the trade. You hit accept. Yep. I think they do it just to see if anybody makes mistakes, but you're an adult. Um, trying to think. So we've uh, got the trophy that'll be getting sent out your way, and we're going to be able to engrave it. Would you like anything specific? Just out of curiosity, obviously within reason. <laughs> uh, just, oh, nothing I'm, I can think of, actually. I mean, I'm just curious. You know, some people like to put something, you know, kind of crazy on their trophy. And Well, in our main league, we don't even have a trophy, so this is going to be my first trophy. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not going to be massive, bro. But, I mean, it's definitely <laughs> going to be – it's like a little desk. You know, it's going to be it, my like favorite three, one so far. Like two, like two feet or something. Yeah, I mean, it's like a normal, like a normal little trophy. Um, 
Well, I mean, I'm, I'm glad. We would also like to see some pictures of it too on the mantle oh, sure. you plan on putting it up in front of everybody. Right above my fireplace, center, pl- <laughs> center, yeah. center of the table. Yeah, everybody. Pretty much. Know. I like it. I like it. So going through your season, was there a team that maybe you thought, oh man, I really don't want to play him just because I'm really scared? I mean, even though you're the champion, obviously we know that sometimes that stuff kind of plays a, a little bit in your head. Was there just someone you didn't want to face in that championship game? Oh, uh, the week before, Mick Wild, I was really dreading having to play him in the semifinals. Yeah. His team was so much better than mine. And, yeah, I mean, you <laughs> barely escaped that one, like, point yeah. four points. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Point, point it was all behind Jalen Rager just going crazy. Well, that helped because I had Jalen Hurts that went crazy. Or, no, Hurts. That's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. Oh, Rager. yeah, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, he had, he went off. No, I, I I think we even picked MC Wild to win that game too. Uh, or I, actually, I think I did. Yeah, I believe I I know one of the leagues I called for both upsets. Mm, it might have been this one. I went with MC just because I remember like I, every time I vote against him, he wins. <laughs> oh, there was a lot of doubt against my team when the power rankings all the way through the season. Yeah, not a ton, <laughs> but we well, definitely after had... like the first four or five weeks, whenever my team went to crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But see, that's also the teams that always seem to win. Like, I always say this every year. If you finish first in the season, you're not going to win the championship. <laughs> I don't know why, but that never happens. Yeah. Like, even Agreed. in the other league, the uh, what was it? He was like 11-1, and one and he the ended big up losing. hurt, yeah. So, I mean, just doesn't, doesn't work out that way. So, next season, uh, you get to play for free, and we'll do on the same platform. We've been talking a little bit. I, I just... By the way, this just came out of nowhere. Yeah, it's cool. We've been talking about Deshaun Watson stuff lately. How do you feel about the stuff going on with Deshaun Watson? And would and you I even draft the Texans? I mean, I don't even know where I'm putting him right now. As far as I saw something today that could be kind of cool because he's from that area and grew up liking the team. The Jets. Deshaun Watson to the Panthers. Oh, the Panthers. Ooh. Yeah, he played in the Clemson Panthers. around the around that area. I think that could be cool. Him, DJ yeah. Moore, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, oh, Christian yeah. McCaffrey on that offense. I mean, oh, it'd yeah. be unstoppable. Yeah, and that defense showed a lot this year with how young with that Matt defense Rule. was. Yeah. yeah, Matt Rule being a defense. That's interesting to think about. So, Dustin, if you could pick a team, because there's obviously there's like five or six teams that won't take them at all. Obviously, yeah. But if you could pick a team, where you where do you think it would best fit for Deshaun Watson if he decides to leave Houston? Which we kind of think is going to happen. So you're wanting most likely? Yeah, well, yeah, just most likely. Or where, even uh, if it's just, I think it's going to be Miami then. Miami, yeah. Just because they're going to trade Houston back their own pick to get yeah. him. Yeah, which and funny. Tua, which is kind of hilarious. Tua. Yeah, yeah, that actually is really funny. Yeah, both Miami and Carolina I think would be good landing spots. Well, they've been saying lately, uh, Shefty, yeah, to sending them to the Jets. Ugh. Yeah, I don't. The Jets screwed up please somehow. Don't. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> I mean, I I really like the hire with. Robert I actually Sala. saw today that um, the Seahawks are looking at um, Adam Gates to be their new offensive coordinator. God, I've like, seen that. He's the only don't. person that ran more in the entire league than they did. So yeah. they're thinking about him. Jeez, Louise, I. I don't know how often you get a chance to listen, Dustin, but we despise it. And that would, and that would, because he gets latched on to Russell Wilson. He's that would keep him in the league for another decade. Like, oh yeah, he'd get another head coaching job eventually. Like, 
He, Maybe two. Yeah. He, for him, it would be smart. For the team, it would be bad. That would actually kind of make me stay away from Chris Carson and stuff, though. I don't know if I would really like him being the play caller up there. I mean, Denver was good when they had Peyton Manning in that offense. It just but Adam Gase didn't do anything. It's Peyton Manning. Exactly. He Russell never called Wilson a single is, play. It's true. Pretty damn good. True. That's fair. I still don't want Adam Gase in the league. He needs to go back down to like high school or something. Yeah, I did over. see. Uh, I think we might have talked about it last week that um, Nick Saban was looking at uh, yeah. Adam Gase and Bill O'Brien to be you. offensive coordinator for Alabama. God. Which I'd like that better. I would like, just, yeah, yeah. I like him in college. Nick Saban must just need a challenge or something to right. make it harder for him to win. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Saban's like, what can I do? Because I get every five-star recruit in the country to come here. Yeah. I got to have a challenge. Oh, yeah. Let's pick some really crappy coaches <laughs> and just like rebuild this. God, yeah. I hate Nick Saban. And that actually uh, because I love Nick Saban. Yeah. <laughs> He's just so good. It's impossible to stop. Yeah. You know what? Someone actually brought a stat up to me today, and this is really funny to think about. Because I've actually never thought about it, but how many NCAA college football championships does Nick Saban actually have? Championships? Yeah. Five, six. six. Yes, yeah, six. He has zero because here's oh, here's oh, what he, he's never played beast. in a college championship. Yeah, Be- and I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, he never won the crystal wow. football. Yeah, that was such a cool trophy too. That was probably one of the coolest trophies ever. The Isn't that football. crazy? Yeah, it is. The <laughs> other crazy thing I heard was uh, in the last 12 years, if he sat in your living room and told you he'd win a national championship, yeah. that he didn't lie to you. <laughs> With the, yeah, Every, you there he won so many yeah. so consistently. Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, how crazy. Gosh, man, I hate Nick Saban. And they didn't have a problem beating Ohio State the other no, day. No, I didn't. Like, and that's really frustrating for me because I'm, I'm a massive Justin Fields fan. Yeah, he's but, cool. I mean, he yeah, he got he got rocked in that game. But again, it's not it, the thing with Nick Saban's team, and I don't know. Like, I still don't understand why he's not in the NFL. <laughs> well, why would he? Why I mean, would he? He's getting paid more like than nine a million. Lot of, yeah, like he's getting paid enough. Like <laughs> he paid like nine mil in college. So. And Ealing has to really do half his job. Like a lot of his jobs, just like it's a, it's like he created a machine. Like he's just yeah. got to oil the machine. That's it. <sighs> yeah, just he's so good, so good. We just went on a. Huge college football tangent. <laughs> yeah, what happens? I love it. Well, I mean, we have to start talking college football sometime because we've got the draft that'll be swinging around. That was interesting. Yeah. Where do you think, uh, speaking of Nick Saban's team, Devontae Smith, gonna, is he going to be a good pro? Ooh. I think so. He's my favorite receiver this year. Um, I Obviously, for me, when it comes to wide receivers, it's all about landing spots. Yep. But that we dude's going to be a monster. Yeah, we were also talking about this. If Miami doesn't give up that first round pick. Devontae we would like Smith. to see him in Miami. Oh, could you, but will they take him that high? I, well, I, they spent all last year working on the offensive line and other things like that. I think yeah. this year they'll spend on skill positions. And then Tua Devontae. Yeah, that would be interesting because that's that. I, every time I think about that, and that's if they don't do the trade. So then they'll still have some cap space, maybe working a Kenny Galladay or something. Yeah, we still want <laughs> like, Kenny to go down there too. <laughs> maybe Aaron Jones at the Packers let him go. Like they could do a lot. Yeah, because that defense doesn't need any help. No, that defense is great. I uh, know we really like Devontae Smith. Um, a lot of people are putting Jamar Chase above him. Really? Yeah, I, I, don't, I mean, he was better than Justin Jefferson whenever they played together. Yeah, and, I mean, and look what just Justin Jefferson and did, Justin. So. Yeah, Justin Jefferson wasn't like as highly taken as like Smith or Chase are gonna is gonna be. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was late round first round pick. I know. Yeah, he it was, was late mid. First. Yeah, he was like I think early twenties. Well, it was Minnesota, and Minnesota made the playoffs the year before. Yeah. But 
Yeah, no, we're we're big Devontae Smith fans. So obviously rookies don't go very high in drafts, but he's someone you're definitely going to want to look at in those later rounds. Great question. Ooh, I like these. Man, I can't wait till the offseason. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to divulge into some of these games. Um, so I guess lastly here, Dustin, man, uh, again, we just want to say, uh, you know, thank you for your time. We really do hope you really enjoyed uh, being a part of this Monster League. It was the first year we've got to do this. Um, but we really enjoyed having you a part of it. Thank you for winning it. Obviously, uh, we'll anytime. have we'll have the, yeah, anytime next year back to back. Um, we'll have that trophy sent out to you, man. And then uh, if you win it again, you get it again next year. That's something that we do every year. So uh, just look forward to that. Again, we want some pictures too. You holding the trophy, maybe sleeping with the trophy. <laughs> you know, maybe uh, what whatever you want to do. It's okay. It's all good. <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. Thank you guys again. It was a blast. Yeah, man. Well, drive safe, and uh, we'll chat with you again soon, all right? All right. Later. Have a good buddy. Now we're going to go ahead and jump into our divisional round recap from last week. Let's go ahead and just jump in with the uh, Browns-Chiefs game. Yep. Uh, considering we were just talking about Patty Mahomes anyway. Yep. Uh, he did end up leaving early this game. Uh, definitely made it. A little dicey for me when I was watching Cleveland kind of just come back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, I still felt comfortable the Chiefs were going to hold on to win because that defense was just bottling up the Browns most of the game. But the Browns made it somewhat interesting towards the end. Yeah, I mean, we everybody thought this game was going to be an absolute blowout. It, it that's how I was looking at the beginning of the game. Yeah. For sure. I'm not denying that. I mean, 17, 22-17 is not a high-scoring game by any means, though. No. And No, yeah, this game's over-under was 56-and-a-half. And still, you know, you under. had the whole goal-line tackle out-of-bounds, you yeah. know. Yeah. You know, I mean, that whole debacle, too. I have to say, I don't mind the rule. I mean, the it kind of sucks, but, you know, the end zone. I just think it's cheap. Like, well, the end zone's sacred. It is, but if you if you do that anywhere else on the field, it's just right. your ball at that thing. But that's the thing, though, is this not anywhere else on the field. This is the end zone. Yeah. You know, it's a sacred place. I think I, w- I was talking about it with someone else Sunday, and we were discussing it, and we thought, like, just you were talking it, to hold on, for, You were talking to somebody else other than me? Well, you weren't here. Okay. That's rude. And um, we were talking about it, and we thought it'd make more sense to put it on the 10-yard line. Yeah, I, I've Players seen people say, you know, put line. it on the 10, put it on the 20, do do something else, then, then turn the ball over. But uh, I, I definitely don't think it should be a turnover. But I, I do think that, you know, something has to incur there, but it just sucks. Or just hold on to the freaking football. I think, I think the biggest problem I had with that, actually, is the fact, it wasn't the fact that he fumbled, but Daniel Sorensen also helmet <laughs> went oh, he head first. Perfect. And that was, and that, perfect hit. But, yeah, but that's also an illegal hit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the fact that you missed that as well is kind of kind of dumb. But. Yeah, there was also an incredible Tyree Kill catch in this game. Yeah. Terrible throw by Chad Henney, but Tyree Kill was well. And speaking of, well, let's let's go ahead and do the recap. Um, you know, Nick Chubb kind of inefficient in the game. Uh, yeah, he was okay. He was, he was fine. Way too many passes, easy uh, passes. Richard Higgins had a good game though. I mean, he, again, he dropped. He had that fumble. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but five I mean, for eighty-eight. Yeah, Landry got in the end zone. That's about it. Baker fell back to earth. Wow. Baker. I mean, it, it's tough because I don't think Baker is a great quarterback. I don't know if he'll ever be really a good quarterback, consistent in this league. But mm-hmm. he can every once in a while have just some absolute incredible throws. 
I mean, the thing is, is you know, I look at what I look at at a quarterback is: Are you going to be the one to blow a game? I he wouldn't could necessarily blow a game. Well, not by himself. I don't feel like I. I'll give him enough credit to where I think Baker Mayfield's a capable quarterback. I put him in like the same status as someone like Mark Bolger. He's just uh, a, he's a capable I think quarterback. I would say he's better than that. Okay, I just think he's a capable quarterback that can throw touchdowns and not really blow. He's definitely games. tougher than. Mark Bolger was because that's one thing I do like about Baker when he runs he had it a couple times in this game too when he runs for the first down he drops his head and he's plowing through people to get that first he's trying to keep a job bro um other than that I mean again this wasn't a a huge fun game to watch Tyree Kill had eight receptions for a 110 yeah Kelsey was just a monster they pretty much were the entire offense for the Chiefs but Darrell Williams and Le'Veon Bell it was all Darrell Williams he didn't yeah. look bad. He's I've always liked him. Yeah, he's I consider him like in the same breed as like Gus Edwards. Yeah. Just like very consistent, reliable backup running backs for teams. Yeah. Win a pinch, you can play him. There's no word yet on if CH is going to be back for next week's game. But if he's not, I imagine Darrell Williams is just going to keep it rolling. Yeah. I, I've always liked Darrell Williams even when he was in Miami. I just don't think Miami gave him enough of a shot. But I'll say the same thing about Kenyon Drake. Yep. So uh, uh next game. Well, hold up, hold up. Oh. When we're no, that's fine. We'll talk about it later. Go ahead. Next game. Bucks yeah, Saints. I think I read your mind. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Bucks, Bucks Saints. Uh, this game was actually, I would say, okay. Yeah, actually, I mean, most of the games were kind of disappointing this week. Just <laughs> things didn't really play out exactly how you thought they would. Right. I mean, thank God for the Bucks defense in this one. This was the battle of the geezers. Yep. I mean, yeah, I'm really surprised we didn't see a shot of Drew Brees crying at the end of this game. Oh, at he least, was, at least he was definitely crying. Oh, okay. Then I just didn't see it. Because he's uh, definitely one of those guys who's had a couple of those moments in his NFL career. You see him on the sidelines crying. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was because he lost. No, as I much was, as it, like that retirement and everything like right, that. Right. That's what I was thinking. Like it's just more of a you know because there was a comment that was made. It has a picture or a video of him talking to Jameis Winston and him saying, "This is now your team." Yeah. I so, did love the trick play Jameis Winston got to have a, a playoff game touchdown against his former team. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. that was pretty cool. I I was a Really good. Th- I mean, if he would have missed that, could have. He could have. <laughs> freaking James Winston. Yeah. Um, but that dude was so wide open. Yeah. Saints wise, <laughs> Breeze had a pretty bad game. Three interceptions. Alvin Kamara was okay. It was just really volume. Traquan Smith, three catches, two Huge touchdowns. Game. Huge and, game. I mean, Michael Thomas could. Is was there a better way for him to end his season than a goose egg? No, fit. Yeah, my that's mind. about. Yeah, that's about. I mean, my concern is where are you going to put him in your rankings next year? Well, honestly, Jameis Winston it might be better because just volume, just yeah. absolute volume. Get back to that. Yeah, that was I, the other thing. I mean, I he only saw believe four it. targets in this game. Emmanuel Sanders was the leading main go-to guy in this game, and he looked pretty good. He had a couple good plays in this game, but that was really it. The Saints could not do anything. No, the Bucks defense looked pretty good. I mean, Brady didn't even have two hundred yards. Yeah. Uh, he didn't need to. To, he to did have, have too three, much. He did have two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. Mm-hmm. But on the ground, the work was split up pretty evenly. Leonard Fournette out had more attempts, but he had all the passing work in this game for the running back wise. And then yeah, like we said, I mean Brady didn't have two hundred yards, so the receiving in this game was pretty low. It was yeah. really just Mike Evans who caught a touchdown on one catch. Yeah. <laughs> like Cameron Braid had four receptions for fifty yards. Godwin but... was pretty close on a couple big plays. They just couldn't connect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it was just, I mean, the thing is, is, is it wasn't like a, it, this was just a good football game. Yeah. 
that was that was kind of it. It wasn't like it was a hard fought game. Yeah, I mean, this is just something. If you're a diehard football fan, this was a good game to watch. Uh, now let's go to an actual game that was fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, this was probably the best game of the week. Rams Packers. Uh, not much to say. Packers did what they. I kind of assumed. Yeah, they let's were just start do. with the Rams. Goff. What could you expect? Not much more than this. Yeah, sadly, Cam Akers looked good again out there. Got all the volume. Mm-hmm. Breakout next year, guys. Right there. Yeah. And um, yeah, Robert Woods, there was no Cooper Cup in this game. Robert Woods saw a ton of targets. Van Jefferson also stepped up in this game, which is pretty touchdown. nice. Yeah, six for 46 and a touchdown on seven targets. Mm-hmm. So you might have to keep an eye out for him next year. Even Josh Reynolds wasn't terrible. Yeah. Three for uh, 65. Mm-hmm. Didn't get in the end zone, but I mean, they stepped up where they needed to. I just don't think Jared Goff did not look good in this game. No, no, no. At all. Yeah, I mean, uh, even if he wasn't injured, he hadn't he hasn't looked good most Last of the few, second half of the season. Right. I think I think this is And I've also heard that there <laughs> I saw it was kind of just like a funny tweet, but like with like serious undertones is there the was um Goff and McVay need some marriage counseling. So there might be some There might be some disconnect there then. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. I don't think Jared I I think the Rams need to start taking a look at if Jared Goff is going to be the future of this team. Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, the thing is too, is Eric Donald was hurt a lot of this game. Yeah, so there his, wasn't his much snap, for him to his do. His snaps, he was, it was, it was weird how they were using him. He couldn't get in a rhythm or anything. Yeah. He wasn't even down or like third down plays. Like he wasn't even on the field for most of yeah, them. And Aaron Rodgers still didn't really have a problem picking him apart out there. Nah. 296 for two touchdowns. Aaron Jones, great game. Yeah, that six yard run was awesome. Beautiful. One Beautiful. yard away from the hundred yard bonus. I wish DFS. he could have he could have done more like that during the season. <laughs> well, he only he saw less than fifty percent of the running back um attempts and usage and everything. So he's just Well, I don't think they needed to efficient. use him that much. I mean, again, they were piecing apart this team. So yep. in the second half, I think I mean, even um their third stringer, uh the rookie, AJ, yeah, AJ, AJ Dillon, Dillon got a bunch of touches. Yeah, he had six carries. So, yeah, receiving wise, Devontae Adams had another good game. Lazard had a big game, crushing four it. for ninety six and a touchdown. He's the number two man. Yeah, MBS saw eight targets but caught four for thirty three. Yeah, this offense is just if the Rams defense couldn't stop him, I don't know who's going to have an easier time doing it. Well, I mean the Rams defense wasn't up to snuff, but no, but. But I, I feel you. I feel you. Last game? Yep. Another kind, kind of, of disappointing one, yeah. I was expecting some more points in this game. Yeah, I kind of assumed it was going to be more defensive. I like the over, and it didn't even get close. close. <laughs> so, Bills-Ravens, 13-7 final. I mean, even before Lamar Jackson left, the Ravens couldn't do anything. The Bills defense, this is like one of the problems I've had reading them all year, is because they have talent on their defense, but sometimes they just cannot get it together out there but in this game they made some plays early they were playing with energy and they were just flying across that field the defense of this game was the mvp of this game for the bills yeah well they were great yeah i mean that's the thing is when you look at the bills they do have a decent defense they it's just, not they bad they just kept riding that momentum train and and I, the bills are getting hot dude yeah the bills are getting hot and we'll get into this a little bit later but i'm excited for next week yeah uh Josh Allen in this game only threw for two hundred six yards. Yeah, he didn't, really, yeah, he didn't, didn't have to, a ton of game. Yeah, he didn't have a ton of work in this game. I mean, they had a hundred and one yard pick six in this game. But Stephon Diggs, hundred and six of that was to Stephon Diggs. Yeah, and a touchdown on eight catch. John Brown 
11 targets, 8 receptions, 62 yards, back to relevance after a while. But, I mean, the running backs on this team are so bad. So <laughs> Don't bad, worry, man. man. Devin Singletary, 7 attempts for 25 yards. Yeah. 3 catches for 12 yards. Yeah. Just Col- get him off the field. Yeah, Cole Beasley, Goose in this one. Going back to the Ravens side, though, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards had the exact same game. Mm-hmm. J.K. just got the receiving work. But I was really surprised Mark Andrews, 11 targets, only four receptions for 28 yards against the Bills, who had just been getting demolished by tight ends forever. Yeah, I mean, Mark Andrews was so inefficient. And then, to be honest, I was almost as surprised that Marquise Brown had as big of a game as he did. Yeah, I really would have flipped it. One of his big plays came late from Huntley, which is a nice point to come into. He didn't look too bad out there, honestly. Yeah, he had, he had some poise in the pocket. It's some not of it, I mean, he airmailed some of those throws pretty bad, but he, he honestly wasn't too bad. I, I like him better as the backup than like RG three or everything. Yeah, I I kind of agree with that. That's um that's a fair statement to make. Anything else? We want to move on to uh, this week's games? Oh right, yeah, let's get into the new. Games. Yeah, let's get to the new stuff. This is where we actually really care. Yeah, about. we should actually have two good games, especially if Mahomes can get out there. These are going to be two really fun games. Yeah. All right, let's start. Bucks Packers. Yep. Green Bay, three-point favorites. It's in Green Bay. I would honestly really like to see a weather report for this game. Uh, originally, it's supposed to snow. Cool. Well, I, so, I, I do think it was maybe light flurries yeah. last week. Nothing sticking to the ground. I think it's supposed to be really cold, and I think there was a chance well, for snow. I mean, snow it's always going to be cold this time in Green Bay. True. That's fair. Uh, I don't know if the cold weather really going to affect Tom Brady too much, but yeah. I mean, these Chris two, Godwin and Mike Evans, though. <laughs> yeah, these two teams did play pretty early in the season. Yeah, and Green Bay got team. demolished. Different team now too. Yeah, I did call that though. That Green Bay. Was yeah, we get were demolished. opposites on that. Yeah, that was one of our bets. Yeah, over under a fifty one in this game. I'm not going to make that same bet. By the way, <laughs> I think I've taken the over on over fifty one points. Yeah, we'll see, man. I I don't know. Um, I think it's going to be pretty high scoring. I think both defenses are good. Yeah, but I just think both offenses are that good yeah. as well. <laughs> so, I'm. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and say that either one of these defenses is gonna. I I think whoever can stop the other team, you know, maybe two or three times is going to win this game. It's not. I don't think it's going to take too much. Yeah, uh, we'll start with the Bucks. So Brady this week, he's pretty cheap as far as quarterbacks go for DFS, but there are definitely more people I prefer than Brady. Mm -hmm. Receiving option-wise, though, it's pretty even. They're all pretty cheap. Yeah, Evans, Godwin are about the same price, and Antonio Brown, who is dealing with an injury, it's not considered to be serious or anything. I prefer Godwin again this week. He saw more targets than Evans. Evans just got a short touchdown pass to him. Yeah, it's like a slant. Yeah, and then running back-wise, I think you have to roll with Fournette again. Two weeks in a row, even with Ronald Jones back last week, he got the passing work over Ronald Jones. I like him more. And then Gronk, I just, yeah. I mean, if you're going for anything kind of crazy today and you want to get some really high price, because this is something I was contemplating. We'll get to this later, guys, but we made some lineups we're going to discuss too. Um, Scotty Miller, though, with Antonio Brown's injury, I mean, he was getting some some catches or some targets last week too. Would you maybe take a chance there? No, I think I think the pricing is wide enough this week where you don't really have to go that desperate. I mean, he only saw two targets last week. 
They're both pretty deep, though. I think they're like 15, yeah. 15, 20 yards down the field. So Yeah, there's just more people I prefer. Packers side, though, I do like the Packers a lot this week, especially in DFS. Yeah. I love Rodgers this week at quarterback. Aaron Jones, I think he's a must in your lineup this week. Devontae Adams, I think, is you is able to be fit in the lineups this week and is a great play. Robert <laughs> Tanyan, you can play. Even Alan Lazard, if you are trying to go that cheap, isn't bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like them all this week, too. I don't think you could put all those guys in your lineup, but you could put quite a few. You can try. If you do, you better hope this is a very, very high-scoring game. Yeah. Bills Chiefs? Yep. Chiefs, three-point favorites, which I'm surprised they have a line for this game out already. Over-unders, 53-and-a-half, a little bit more than the Bucks packers game. I think Mahomes is going to be out there. Mm. He he was also dealing with a foot injury in this game before the concussion, which you could tell was bothering him a little bit. That's what I feel like I'm more worried about. I think not he can deal with that. Well, the thing is, is all right. This this because this is going to be the game we're going to obviously talk about the most because you're going this to the Super the game Bowl. I'm the most excited to see. Oh, I'm I'm super stoked. What but the I Bills, think it all depends on if pa- if Patrick Mahomes is out there. I think Chiefs win in a close game. If he's not, I think Bills blow out the Chiefs. Well, I'm going to say even if he's in there but not healthy. So if if Patrick Mahomes is not in that lineup, Bills are going to win this game. I don't even. There's not even a dispute to me. I don't think Chad Henney can come in. He's not Patrick Mahomes. No, he's not going to come in and, and win this game. If he does, congrats. But I just don't see it happening. If Patrick Mahomes plays, and even with this injury, he does a lot of his primary work running out of the pocket, making running for first down. A lot of it is on the move. Yeah. And if he's got the foot injury, and he did show it last week that it was bothering him, and it's apparently worse. So even if he's like 75, 80%, I'm still going to drop that percentage down for the Bills. I'm saying we're almost at like 55, 45 that the Chiefs are going to win. Like, it's so much closer to me. The Bills defense looked great next last week. If they do anything similar but to last week. they are temperamental. They can be, yes. But if they do anything like they did last week, dude, this game's going to be a very, very good game to watch. Yeah. The Bills offense, as it's maybe not as potent, especially in the run game, Dude, Josh Allen's no slub. No. Which I do like Josh Allen this week in DFS. I love Diggs this week. You yeah. got to keep riding Diggs. But, and I, if I go in cheaper, I like John Brown, but that's it. Not touching a running back. Cole Beasley, I think you can't touch him anymore. Right. I mean, you know, you look at would you rather take your shot on Patrick Mahomes, like a hurt Patrick Mahomes and like a Tyreek Hill or a healthy Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen? If I had to pick one, I would go Allen and Diggs. Same. But I mean, I'm gonna be I'm gonna have multiple lineups right. this week, like I always do. So right. I'll have a bunch of combinations out there. But I, I mean, if if Mahomes is out there, I think you can play him. He's a good play. Well, he he's always, by far he Mahomes. is by far the most expensive. But I'm not as worried about the foot as you are. I always get worried about that foot stuff when you're a mobile quarterback like he is. He was still moving around enough after the injury. Yeah, we'll just we'll we'll see. It just makes me a little nervous. But if he had no injury to me, this Chiefs was gonna just. I still thought it was gonna be a really good game. Yeah, but I still think the Chiefs would win. But yeah, to wrap up the Chiefs side, like we said, I like Mahomes. Yeah, running back wise, I still haven't had any clarification on if the CH is going to be out there. 
If he's so. not, I really like Daryl Williams. Yep. He got everything last week. He's a good running back. If CEH is out there, they're about the exact same price in DFS. Which one would you roll with? Because I think whatever running back is the starter for the Chiefs is going to do well. What is CEH out with? I don't even know if I've realized what the injury actually was. It's an ankle injury. Just lingering? Yeah, it happened late in the season. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take Williams still. Even if CEH is healthy. Yeah, I just don't think he's still going to. It's an ankle. Yeah. I mean, you can run you tweak on that at any moment, dude. <laughs> you could tweak that in pregame. Yeah, definitely. So, and then Tyreek Hill, I like a lot this week, and Travis Kelsey. I do think is you can play him in a de- in a decent amount of lineups this week. It's manageable. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely manageable. Uh, just real quick to clarify on the Ceh thing, I think even if he does come back and play this week, I think he's going to be limited with that ankle injury. Yeah. So I still I think Williams that. is going to just yeah. get. If not the bulk, he's still going to get it split. So I would still take my shot on on Williams. Yeah, I could see him still taking over the goal line too. Right, right. Well, because you don't want to get your rookie running back hurt any more than he already is apparently. So you want to jump into our DFS game? Yeah. Or, not game, but our picks for this week? Yeah. So since there's only two uh, two games, we just went, instead of just having our picks, we each made a lineup. Yeah. So we'll go head to head this week. Find out who had the better lineup. So, but we, but we obviously like these players if we put them in our lineup. Yeah, and so we did this separate. Yeah, we didn't. This, we we did it blind. Yeah, we didn't do this together. Um, we so both leaned one team heavy. <laughs> we did both lean one team heavy, and it's it is a little strange because we do we have paid some up for we paid up for a lot of the same players, but where we spent down, we have some differences. Yeah. So, uh, out of the gate, I. I really think that Green Bay is going to have probably the best week this week. So I led, I leaned a little bit more towards towards Green Bay. So I went Aaron Rodgers for my quarterback. Yep, same. I went uh, Aaron Rodgers too. We went uh, Aaron Jones as one of our running backs. Oh, Aaron yep. Rodgers sixty five hundred bucks. So I don't. He's not the highest. No, Mahomes is. He's the third. He's highest. the third because, which is a little surprising, but a tad. But I forgot who was second. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. So there. Yeah, Josh Allen. Okay. Uh, then I went Aaron Jones. Yep, running back. We both, 65. yeah, we both spent down at running back also with Leonard Fournette. Yep, we also both put Devontae Adams in our lineup at 8,000. We both, which is manageable, it's very manageable. That's the most manageable he's been all year. Yeah, we both <laughs> went Stefan Diggs. Yep, 7,000. 7, we both went Bill's defense. Both went Bill's defense. So yep. here are some dissimilarities between our two teams. Yep, I put Daryl Williams in, I have three running backs. Yep. He went four wide receivers. He went Alan Lazard. Yep. Tight ends, we differed a little bit. He went Gronkowski. And I went Robert Tanyan. Yep. And then wide receivers, same team, different players. He went Mike Evans. I went Chris Godwin. Yep. Yeah. I I'm looking at goal line work. Um, I'm thinking if Tom Brady's gonna throw anything in the goal lines going to Mike Evans or Gronk. Yeah. I, I, I honestly don't hate that. Take, you know, but. and for me, when it comes to goal line, that Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that was kind of my thought process too with Leonard Fournette, who you also have. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Goal line, it's going to one of those three players. Yeah. Um, But as far as goal line for Aaron Rodgers, I feel like it's always Devontae Adams or Aaron Jones. I don't know. We feel like Tanya gets yeah, that much weird. work there. It's weird having these many players on from the same team in your roster, but the pickings are so limited. Yeah, you just have that's to how do it goes. It. Yeah, 
especially if Mahomes is declared before Sunday. Like I said, I'll have a bunch of lineups. I will definitely have some Mahomes. And I think I would choose Kelsey over Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah. Game. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. That stack. Yeah. Because I did. I'm ha- always a I fan of that stack. very actually. hesitant. I almost did it in this lineup. Went Kelsey instead of Diggs. They're the same price. So I feel like they're interchangeable. I went Adams in this lineup just to maximize the Packers lineups. But I do really like Kelsey this week. Yeah, I, I always like that stack. I, and, think, I mean, it's it's rare. I've probably played Kelsey like maybe a handful of times well, throughout this so entire year with how many lineups I've played. So I do want to play him as much as I can this yeah. week. Yeah, if you get the opportunity to play him, do it. Because it doesn't come often. Yep. <laughs> it only comes in the playoffs. And even then, guys, when you look at the drop-off at tight end behind Travis Kelsey, yeah. it goes from like 47,000. 8,000 to 3,600. What? Come on. <laughs> That's so stupid. So, but let us know, guys. Who do you think is going to win this week? Um, we also want to hear about your DFS picks. Hopefully, everything's going well. Yeah, I love playoff DFS. Yeah. I always do pretty well. Yeah, it's a, well. You don't have to think as much. You just pick the players you want. Sometimes I feel like during the season, I overthink things and get hosed for for the wrong thought process. Uh, James, if they wanted to let us know about their lineups or let us know about our lineups and their thoughts, where could they find us at? Uh, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, at the TFL Monsters, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters. Thanks to Dustin for hopping on with us and chatting fantasy and his championship. Uh, well-deserved. Great job. Again, the trophy will be on the way. Um, but thanks again, guys, for listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. We'll catch you next week. Have a good one. Dark waiting for you. Yeah, I feel like a monster.